Hello, Assalamualaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks. Um, it's really good to be back with you guys. We are in the last 10 nights of Ramadan. It is the most beautiful time of the year. Um, it's not just Ramadan, it's the 10 nights of Ramadan. SubhanAllah, Alhamdulillah. So grateful to be within these days because they are extreme, extreme barakah or blessing. And so many good things can happen if we take the initiative. And that's why we're here today together. Um, if you don't already know, we're on the web at www.mindful-muslima.com. We're also on YouTube. We have a new channel. And uh, please subscribe, hit the notification bell. We are going to have some different content coming up after Ramadan and uh, that way you'll get to know what's going to come We're, we have our podcast every one to two days and we are uh, if you want to reach me voice messages are great like I have on the platform here but also please uh, send me messages comments and feedback as you already have been doing Jazakumullahu Khairan for all of that on Instagram um, DMing me on Instagram is the easiest way to get me um, we are also on Facebook and Twitter kind of lightly yeah, so the topic of today is I thought I would share the 10, excuse me, not 10. I think I think it's only a couple. I think maybe it's like might be end to be seven. We'll see how many I get to. Um, things that the top things basically that I do during the last 10 days to make sure I get the most uh, reward and forgiveness that I can. Um, you know, according to Ahmed and Muslim, we were taught that um, the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, he used to strive the hardest in these 10 days. It's kind of like a long marathon, guys, right? And at the end, when you see the finish line ahead, you start to sprint this is the sprint but the sprint we're going to be doing is an effort we're going to put in that extra effort because we're so tired we've been doing so much but you have to push yourself so we're going to be doing that last push in these last 10 days inshallah and you know sometimes um we feel we've done enough and some people feel like they haven't done anything but even when they go to do something they feel like they did a little something so they thought it was good enough but one of the um imams in the masjid i was there the other day or he was saying something like don't ever feel what you're doing is enough because subhanAllah, if I was standing here giving out $100 bills, $100 bills, $100 bills just over and over, would you ever feel you got enough of that? No, I don't think so. <laughs> like, I would just keep it giving out $100 bills. You would just be like, keep it coming, right? It's kind of like the, the barakah and the blessing from Allah. We want it to keep coming. And then Allah's going to give us what we put into it it's like anything in life. What you give is what you get. So we want to make sure that we put that extra, extra effort in this time. And, um, the last 10 nights, so what I'm going to start off and say to you is this. Um, there's so many misconceptions in our in our religion, I think, even with our own people. In this time of Ramadan, people tend to make it super social. Now, it is supposed to be commun- communal and social and all that really awesome stuff to a point, but it's not supposed to be to a point where you avoid what the whole purpose of it is, right? The purpose of Ramadan is that we spend time with Allah, the Quran, and ourselves to fix ourselves. That's the real main purpose so that by the end, inshallah ta'ala, we can gain taqwa. Taqwa here being translated as mindfulness, which or, or fear. There's many, many translations of uh, taqwa, but in the Quran that I read and the one I've shared with you guys, and it's a beautiful, beautiful connection of using the word mindful because when you're mindful you do have fear when you're mindful you do have hope when you're mindful it kind of encompasses it all the point is by the end of ramadan we're striving to reach this if i'm spending my nights my nights of ramadan watching all kinds of um funny tv shows with my family some people have series that they only throw on in ramadan and they spend their whole time wasting them and laughing together and joking some people uh, spend it uh smoking uh uh what do you call it oh my gosh i don't even smoke it so i don't know <laughs> smoking not not um 
Oh my gosh, hookah. They said it's smoking hookah, astaghfirullah, chewing qat all night. You know, these things, it's not that, you know, we can sit here and fight about if it's haram or not or this or that. Forget that for a minute. The whole point is that it consumes you. It consumes your time and takes your time away from praying, Quran, uh, reading Quran and praying and spending time alone and making dua and crying to Allah and begging forgiveness. It's really hard to do that if you're spending this time having all this fun. So what I would say is balance is key, but also um, also knowing that you put the, the important stuff first. And if there's time after that, you can engage with, you know, some beautiful dinners with family or some, some time together going out here or there. So alhamdulillah, we have this time. We're alive. Let's make the most use of it. So what I would say is tip number one is isolate yourself a little bit in these 10 days. If you've been a little bit too social or even just mildly social, in these last 10 days, guys, this is the time where you get to hear your heart. It's really hard to hear your heart if there's constantly things around you making noise, right? It's hard to hear the conversations between you and Allah. It's hard to get deep, deep with yourself on the level that we really want to spiritually unless we actually isolate ourselves a bit. So don't make these last 10 nights the biggest nights of you hanging out and doing big iftars at people's houses and da da da. I mean, if you have to go, if some things go. I think I have like one that I have to go to, but only one. And at the end of the day, like I, I push all that stuff to the beginning if I have to, if I get invites and stuff as most I can. So isolate yourself a bit. That way you can have more time with yourself and Allah. Number two, deed hunt deed hunt hunt for those good deeds in this time things are multiplied beyond measure so why would we not to do the best of deeds somebody needs help run to it try to take care of it try to do as much as we can in terms of helping one another and doing good deeds i've mentioned that i do those with my kids even take your kids make it a family affair if you can but yeah do as many as you can it's the last leg of the race let's get those in um number three evaluate yourself in the beginning before ramadan i shared something that i use called a wheel heart uh, heart wheel journal and you have to periodically be rating yourself throughout ramadan it's a great way to keep track of yourself especially if you're a person that kind of tends to waste time or get caught up or procrastinate or you know is not so motivated so it lets you realize how much you're you are doing or not doing right and so what i would say at this point evaluate yourself if you were to finish ramadan on right now would you be satisfied with yourself it's a really good time to do it because if not then you could be like oh so i didn't do as much as i thought in this area of salah i didn't do as much as i thought in this area of sadaqah so let me push this last time now so it's a good way so you don't have to feel disappointed if you catch yourself and allah calls us so many times in our deen to just like evaluate ourselves before we're evaluated right so subhanallah it's a great time next one is increase your reading of quran and making dhikr if you're not praying, especially sisters, some sisters feel really down and I totally get it when you're in certain parts of the month in Ramadan and you can't participate or do these wonderful things. Guys, we are not crippled as much as we think we are when we're not praying. A lot of times we kind of almost psych our own self out or we put restrictions on ourselves that even Allah didn't put on us. Yes, we cannot pray. But that's mostly what we can't do. I mean, we shouldn't be touching the Quran directly, but there's so many other ways that we could read Quran, make dua, we can do good deeds, we can make dhikr, we can do so many things. But we, we just act like, oh, I can't pray. What can I do? You know, we're not miskeen. We can do a lot of stuff, guys. No worries. Put your heart in it. Beg to Allah. Talk to Allah. It's mostly that conversation, that reading, good deeds. So many of those things will fill your day if you let them. So I would definitely increase in those. Make a da'a list of your deepest desires um, and issues. 
And you know, like, let's say even the, the, the hour or two right before Fajr is a really beautiful time when Allah's collecting all these things. And just make a list of, of things that you really need help with from Allah and make so, many, so much dua during this time. Especially if you can for your brothers and sisters around you, your family members you know are really needing help, guys. These are considered also good deeds that you're doing these for them. And remember, you know, there are brothers and sisters overseas in different parts of the world. They're really, really suffering. Some of them don't even know. Astaghfirullah, one time I heard one one. Uh, show they were calling into uh, the imams and asking imams questions on um, uh, fatwas you know and this one brother he called in and he said ya sheikh i want to ask you um, will allah punish me if it's time to break my fast and i cannot because i don't actually have any food to break my fast with and i think the imam he just started crying astaghfirullah you know subhanallah guys we don't realize the beautiful beautiful blessings we have in our life and there are people out there suffering and even in their suffering look at them please please i'm fearing allah to not get punished because i actually have no food to break my fast subhanallah many of us have beautiful tables full of food so today please when you eat your iftar make dua for the people before you break your fast and ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless them and to give them better than even what we have in front of us i mean you um, also, guys, um, the night of power. I know everybody looks for the odd nights. I know we think it's really important, but you know what? The reason Allah hid the nights is because He doesn't want us to look for them. He wants to see the ones who are sincere, who are doing it fisibilillah, not because they are just trying to like cheat Allah. Astaghfirullah. Cheat Allah and find the one day that's good and ignore the rest. Do we think Allah is like this? He doesn't know what we're doing. You know, subhanAllah. So please, guys. Take this time as your as your time and my time to make the most to benefit ourselves. Even we're benefiting ourselves. Even when we make dua, guys, to somebody else for somebody else. You know what the angels say? And the same for you. Subhanallah. Let's pretend I don't like someone that much and I'm struggling with them because they're they're harming me. And we all have people in our life that are harming us, guys. And you know, maybe I make dua for them, even I don't feel inclined to, but I do it out of out of a um an act of humility, an act of mercy, and I make dua for that person, may Allah give them Jannah al firdaus may Allah, may Allah give them ease. And you know, you know what the angels say? And the same for you. So what have we to lose for being forgiving? And that's the other thing, guys. If we can't already forgive other people in this time, we haven't been able to forgive. Why? Why is that so important? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us that He will only forgive those who forgive others. How, how can we make tawbah and beg for forgiveness in this beautiful time at the end of Ramadan if we have not forget, forgiven others? It's hypocritical, right? So somehow, ask Allah to help you forgive them. If you can forgive them, ask Allah to help you forgive them. Allah is the turner of hearts. He can do that. And, um, you know, subhanAllah, I just want us to think about the fact that um, one uh, important thing that we learned from Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu he said that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam said whoever stands at night in Laylatul Qadr if we can find it while nourishing his faith and and, and having great ex- expectation and reward from his lord uh, will have all of his previous sins forgiven i don't know any one of us right now that doesn't have some things that they feel bad about they feel sorry about you know and um and and if we look for the best time in our life, in the best year time in the year to do these things, it's now. It's now when Allah is saying, you know, all the gates of hell are closed. The shaitan is 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 locked up. If you have a deep problem, guys, a deep problem in your heart, you're deeply sad, you're deeply stressed, you're deeply depressed. You have so much stress in your life from your work. You're having money problems. You're having issues with your spouse. Now's the time, guys. Let's put everything down. Let's stop being busy, too busy to sit with ourselves 
too busy to make our future better. Sit down, find the time while the kids are sleeping, while you don't have work or school, whatever it is, and sit with yourself for your own self's sake. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you in your ibadah and your days and your nights, guys. Take advantage of these. Please, please keep me in your dua because I too need to, to be better in myself. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next podcast. I will cover then solutions for um, taking back our life. I haven't forgotten. I just need to stop to get this one in. Jazakum Allah. Assalamu alaikum.